When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. One, two, three. It's Mackie and Judd with Rami. Play clock running low. Carl tried to check it off. Looking at the slant. He's got it. There it is. The record. Greg Jennings. And Brett Favre is the all-time touchdown pass leader. Yeah, there's a reason why we played a Brett Favre highlight out the top of the show, which we will get to here in just a second. Mackie and Judd with Rami on Score North and the Score North app. We appreciate all of you tuning in during your quarantines. Life is a lot different these last 30 days or so. And Governor Tim Walls uh, extended the stay-at-home Edict. I don't know if you want to, whatever, stay at home Minnesota for at least through the first week in May. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that means uh, we're going to keep talking your ear off and we're going to keep entertaining you and informing you the best we can here on Score North and Mackie and Jeb with Rami. And we have a ton to get to today. Write that down and an accountability session at 5 o'clock today. The Scoop with Doogie at 4.30 today. We're also going to debut in about 15 minutes a new segment we call Wayback Wednesday Time Capsules, which we'll explain here very shortly. But uh, we got Rami in the quarantine room down the hallway. Jonathan across the glass. What's going on, Rami? Doing all right. How's the room today? Oh, it's nice. It's nice. You've grown to enjoy the room a lot. It's my own room. How How many radio hosts get their own studio? That's just not used by anybody else. It's like I mean, me and it's me and Howard Stern. That's it. I mean, even Howard Stern has like who, who's the update gal that's been with him? For no, she's behind a glass. Okay, yeah, he has his sound effects guy, Fred. He's kind of in the room. Fred's in there. He's in there with him, but he's behind like a bank of computers, so Howard can't see him. Yeah, I mean that's pretty much you. You are the Howard Stern of Scornorth. That's Brian always Mack been Roth. that's always been my <laughs> aspiration. But uh, this week on Scornorth.com. Judd Zolgad has been counting down the five greatest Vikings quarterbacks. Football. And who's on your panel? I know I'm on your panel because I have my own list. Patrick Royce, Matthew Collar, Phil Mackey, and yours truly. Okay, I so wasn't called. For generations of it's people not a Bears, who follow Vikings. It's not a Bears football. list, Robbie. It's a uh, Vikings list. I think it'd be fair to ask you to do it. By the way, I don't even know if we have a list of five greatest Bears quarterbacks of all time. Um, Don't. The Vikings hey, list is. Don't sell Sid Luckman short. All right. Jay Cutler. Is he like one, two, three. And then it's like Jay Cutler. Actually, no, and Jay Jimmy Cutler Man. is one. Jay Cutler is the greatest. Rami, can you actually put this list together Do for us? Do you want me to? Yes. Bo- Bobby Douglas. Right I'll work on it right now. Vince Here Evans. Yeah, put this list together. We'll get Rami, to it. Rami, you there? We'll get to the yes. Bears list. I had to reach for a pen, guys. Sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
So I've got my you you gave us instructions that we should rank one through eight, right? Yes. And, and then, then you then would you would go one by one, you'd post the, the top five. With points, yes. So who's been unveiled so far on scorenorth.com? Number five unveiled on Monday was Warren Moon. Number four unveiled yesterday was uh, Tommy Kramer, the QB of my childhood. Uh, and then number three today was basically the one-year wonder, and that's Brett Favre. Okay. Now, now I will say this. Randall Cunningham did not make the list officially, and that's the one where I will tell you flat out that Favre's presence is a recency bias. Because there's a really... What's, yeah, what's the difference between yeah, the two? Yeah, there's a really good case, but, but that's what makes this list fun. And, and just quickly, I also think... I think one and two are pretty clear cut, okay? Tarkington's one. But the other reason why I wanted to do this, boys, was three through five was so much fun because this is a franchise that's been around since 1961, right? And, like, you would think that you would have, I don't know, let's say four, if not five, just like, oh, those are the slam dunks. No, it's it's tough. And it's really tough. It's tough. And the Green Bay Packers have had two quarterbacks since 92. Right. So. And, and well, and they've had three that are obvious in their history. Yeah, with Bart. And the, you can't even say that about the – you can't say that there are just three – like, it's the top three, and, right. and then you can debate. It's I think number one – so I've got Fran Tarkenton number one, and then I will count from the bottom up. Okay. So we can preserve Perfect. some suspense. Perfect. I mean, Fran Tarkenton – so I, I value peak greatness over longevity, mm-hmm. but Fran Tarkenton had both. Mm-hmm. He played in the NFL for two decades, and throughout portions of those two decades, he was regarded as one of the greatest quarterbacks in the league. He was certainly one of the greatest scramblers of all time. So uh, if if my two general bins are peak greatness and longevity, and I put peak greatness ahead of longevity, Fran Tarkenton checks both those boxes as a Minnesota Viking. All right, let's go back to the bottom of the list here. Number eight on my list of all time. Actually, you know what, Jonathan? Let's fire up a little. I think this needs music. music. Yeah. I was just going to say this. that. Let's do. I this. have another sound effect suggestion a little later in the show, but <laughs> what for Vikings quarterbacks is a what's fart that, noise. Yeah, I was going to say what's that? Well, that'd, be, that'd be for the Bears quarterback. No, I had this thought already, and then Chad tweeted it in. Masters sounds today. Today oh. the Masters would have teed off. No, that would be tomorrow. Oh, was it tomorrow? Okay, but we can we can do that tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, today would have been the par three tournament. So yep. birds chirping. But we'll, we can do Matt. We can just do Masters music under the whole show tomorrow. We'll just have Masters ambiance. Sure. Some uh, babbling brooks. All right. So number eight, Teddy Bridgewater. Can we just drop in a hello, friends? Every once in a while. Every segment needs right. to start with hello, friends right. tomorrow. So Teddy Bridgewater is number eight on my great Vikings quarterback list. Okay. He's not a great Vikings quarterback, but mm-hmm. your instructions were to rank one through eight, mm-hmm. and uh, and I've got Bridgewater ahead of. I mean, I've got him ahead of Wade Wilson. I've got him ahead of certainly Christian Ponder. I've got him ahead of Brad Johnson. Because I think Teddy Bridgewater at his best was better than Brad Johnson at his best. Brad Johnson had more starts, I believe, as a Vikings quarterback. Mm-hmm. So Teddy Bridgewater, number eight. Okay. This is where you might take issue. This is where our listeners might take issue. Because I have Tommy Kramer, seventh. Here's what I've been saying. And I, I said this on Score North Live during Sports Dad Stories with uh, Rami today. If you didn't see guys play back then and just look at the raw statistics, the raw statistics of a lot of quarterbacks, a lot, not all, in the 70s and 80s make you want to plug your nose immediately. For sure. And you're like, oh, pew, look at the record. Look at the counting stats. 
Well, but, like the record shouldn't be. Well, but I'm just saying you, like, you you can look at a lot of things and dismiss them. The area where I give them credit is they were sitting ducks and they were targets and they sure. didn't care. And so I wa- I watched Kramer play because w- when I went and Googled his pro football reference stats, Phil, they're n- not pretty. Right, so, and really the only... It's a difficult conversation. Even in the 80s, really the only two quarterbacks that were just putting up numbers that you could compare to the modern era were Joe Montana and Dan Marino, right? And yeah. maybe a little John Elway in the late 80s. Yep. That said, I actually went through, because you're right, if you just look at, if you just, if you take Tommy Kramer's stats on paper and try to think of them in the same light as even like Kirk Cousins' stats right now, you'd say, whoa, this dude had... Uh, equal touchdowns and interceptions. That's terrible. Yep. That's what that's what Jameis Winston had last year. But I went a little deeper, mm-hmm. and this is why I have him seventh on my list. I'm not trying to bag on him. I just don't think he's one of the five greatest Vikings quarterbacks of all time because mm-hmm. I value peak greatness. His backup, Wade Wilson, made 48 starts for the Vikings during the 80s. I mean, that right there, they, oh, they essentially had hurt a, a ton, yeah. He was hurt a lot. They Even even when he was healthy sometimes, weren't they rotating quarterbacks in the Jerry Burns era in the late 80s at Remember times? when they used to rotate quarterbacks in this league? <laughs> Rami, there's so many things this league used to do. <laughs> do you remember when concussions were celebrated as a great thing? <laughs> yeah, I got jacked up. That's awesome. One of my favorite videos. Walk. One of my favorite VHS videos as a kid was NFL's greatest hits. And I it love was it. literally 45 minutes of just like guys getting brain damage and and two yeah. guys watching and narrating and laughing. Let's, and- let's all be honest here. Let's be totally honest and transparent. If that was still being produced today. Yeah. Would you watch it? Yes. I would absolutely watch it. Heartbeat. I'm I miss, here for I miss, big hits. I miss jacked up on Monday yeah. nights. If you, if you plugged that, that VCR tape into a TV in which you found a VCR today, I would sit down immediately, stop what I'm doing, and watch it. Yeah, I'm here for it. And by the way, uh, I think I still have that video, so if you want me to bring it in, we can probably... Do we have a VCR somewhere? Do we have a VCR? There's got to be. If not, we can probably... Oh, it's a, t- it's a TV station downstairs. They have a VCR somewhere. Old tapes. All right. We'll find it. I still have a VCR at my parents' house and all my VCR cassettes. Wipe it down. Bring it in. <laughs> Might be too late. And don't kill your parents by giving them coronavirus. <laughs> I was right? going to say, that's not good. Okay, six. But, so, but, but, no. well, let me just finish the Tommy Kramer point, all right. all right? So I think Tommy Kramer had one relative to the league, not relative to, like, modern stats. He had one big season as a quarterback. 1986, uh-huh. he was a pro bowler. He put up big touchdown numbers. He actually led the NFL in passer rating, if you want to go by the stats. Uh, that was the only time in his career that he ever finished inside the top 12 in the NFL in passer rating. And so mm-hmm. I think Tommy Kramer's longevity as Vikings quarterback throughout an entire decade puts him top of mind. Obviously, he took up a huge chunk of Vikings history as the starting quarterback, but he doesn't check the peak greatness box as much as other people above him on this list. All right, Third grade Judd went to school wearing a Tommy Kramer jersey, man. Okay, that's all you that's need to fine. know about my voting. Listen, I love third grade Judd. He was just... Totally biased. He was just... Uh... He was just wrong about Tommy Kramer. All right, completely biased. Loves him. I love that Maggie's arguing with a third grader right now, <laughs> telling you your quarterback sucks. The scary thing? I, I was probably smarter back then. Because <laughs> right. he started drinking in the fourth grade, and it was all downhill from there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> amazing. All right, number six on my list is Warren Moon because for for a couple years there in in. Much like the Tommy Kramer era, the Vikings had a lot of nine, a lot of nine and seven throughout the eighties, a lot of nine and seven throughout the nineties. And uh, Warren Moon had one year that was one of the best passing years of his entire career with the Vikings, and so I, I might as well have those guys tied. But sure, all right, now we get to the five. Yep. 
Kirk Cousins is the fifth greatest Vikings quarterback of all time. Again, stats now versus stats early in like the 70s, 80s, it's hard to compare them, but how can I leave Kirk Cousins out of the top five when he has the highest passer rating in Vikings history, mm-hmm. the second most yards per game, the second highest completion percentage, and a big road playoff win? He's the... He's the fifth greatest Vikings quarterback right now. I didn't vote that for says, him. That, that said, I would not have signed him to a contract extension, but he's fifth. Did you not put him in your eight? I did not put him in my, no, five. Okay. Yeah. He, he's outside my five. Randall Cunningham, four, because he's responsible. I know he only had one big year, but he is responsible for one of the biggest seasons in Vikings history, and his numbers and his contributions yep. and being able to find Randy Moss that many times, well, you could just throw the ball up. Okay, it's a little more complicated than that. Randall Cunningham was wonderful in 1998. Mm-hmm. Number three, Dante Culpepper. At one point, I think you could argue for like a three- or four-year stretch, he was a top-five quarterback, certainly the year that he finished second to Peyton Manning in the MVP voting. Mm-hmm. And then there was a couple other years where he was unstoppable as a runner. So Dante Culpepper, number three. He also has the longevity box checked more than some of these other guys. As a Viking, for sure, yes. Not that long, but like five years, right? Right, right. Number two, another guy who was responsible for one of the greatest seasons in Vikings history, Brett Favre. Mm-hmm. And Fran Tarkenton, number one. Those are my the only, greatest Vikings quarterbacks of all time. The only, one that I w- the only placements that I would quibble with with you to actually, to the point of dropping the gloves probably... Is Culpepper and Favre? I would flip them, okay, and have Favre third. But besides that, yeah, I mean, this is the Cunningham one. I'm telling you, it bugs me that I didn't get him in the top five because Favre is there, and I cannot sit here and tell you unequivocally this is why. And Cunningham does not belong, and Favre does. I can't do it. Sure, and I think like so, I would actually agree with you on that one. Yeah, if some people might ask, well, why do you have a guy in Tommy Kramer who played more than 10 years as mostly the starting quarterback for a decade, right? Why is he seven and a guy who played a year in change, Brett Favre, number two on your list? For the same reason, when I think of greatest Twins pitchers ever, Jack Morris is one of the first guys that pops in my head. And for the same reason, when when you think about great running backs in the 1990s in the NFL, it's like Terrell Davis pops into your head. Terrell Davis had like three years. Mm-hmm. Jack Morris had one and year Jack with the Twins, year, but yeah. because but with, they were with so great. running backs, you almost expect that short that short arc for them in terms of the peak of their career, right? Because that that the shelf life of a running back is so short for the most part. The Adrian Petersons and the Walter Paytons of the world and Emmett Smiths who are at the top of their game and as productive as any running back in the league for eight, nine, ten years, those come those come around once or twice a lifetime. And I guess you could make the case, the counter argument that you know the short shelf life of Vikings quarterback is a real thing too, historically. So True. <laughs> some good, some bad. I mean, you look at this list. And Fran Tarkenton and Tommy Kramer are really the only guys that were like longtime starting quarterbacks with the franchise. Yep. Dante was five years. Brett Favre and Randall Cunningham were five minutes. Kirk Cousins is two years. Warren Moon was three years. Bridgewater was two years. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. So there it is. You guys want my Bears list? Oh, yeah. Yes, absolutely. Oh, yeah, because I think, fire the music I think it's up. going yeah, to make music. Vikings fans feel good. Need some music, guys. All right, here he is. Here we go. All right, Rami. Rami McLaugh, lifelong Chicago Bears aficionado. Number one. He's going to try and find the five greatest Bears quarterbacks of all time. You want me to start at five or one? Five. Five? Yeah. Number five. No, I feel like the suspense is going to be hilarious. I think think Mackey's right. Okay, all right. Go ahead. Number one, I already said it when it came up earlier. Jay Cutler is the greatest quarterback (laughs) in Bears history. There's no doubt about it. You got to go lower. 
Bunkman, there's man. No, there's no doubt about it. Oh, my God, dude. That's amazing. Number two. He holds every passing record in Bears history. Touchdowns, yards, completion percentage, all of them. He holds every record. And Whining. He should be a Hall of Famer, and they sabotage his career. Uh, number two. Jim McMahon. Jim McMahon is the second greatest Bears quarterback of all time. Injuries cut his career short. That's your Tommy Kramer. He is my Tommy Kramer. That's your Tommy. Number three. Never saw him play, but I understand Sid Luckman was pretty good for his day. Number three is Sid Luckman. I thought he had to be one. Okay. Sid Luckman was in the 40s? 40s, 50s. 50s. 40s, early 50s, I think. Before they were, uh, you know, throwing the football. A lot. Um, Number four. And this is where the list gets really sad. All right. Is Rex Grossman. Rex Grossman is the fourth greatest quarterback in Bears history. Where's Bob Evelini? And this is, I mean, go and look it up. This is legit. I mean, he did play in a Super Bowl. He did play in a Super Bowl. He put up a couple of statistically good, not great seasons, but that's all it takes to be number four on this list. And number five, the fifth greatest quarterback in Bears history. Ladies and gentlemen, oh my God. I give you Eric Kramer. Eric Kramer what? is the number five greatest quarterback in Bears history. That's right. History? That's right, ladies what? and gentlemen. He is. I'm telling you guys. I don't know if you remember. Yes, Again, of course we do. Short window. Mackie, you talked about peak. It's not about longevity. It's about peak. It's about maximum, where you maxed out. Oh I don't know if you guys remember. Oh he put up two really good seasons oh. for the Bears and would have put up three, but he was injured. In 95 and 97, he threw for 3,800 yards and 3,000 yards, respectively. 29 touchdowns and 10 interceptions in that 1995 season. Throw to my guys, Marcus Robinson and Curtis Conway with Rashawn Salam coming out of the backfield, boys. I feel so much better about the Vikings list than I did five seconds ago. So wait, Eric Kramer's number five. Who, who was knocking on the door at six? It's a good question. Um... I told it's, you. I mean, it's hard, Bobby man. Douglas. Jim Harbaugh? Jim Harbaugh is probably knocking on the door. How about the 70s, man? Is Abilini. Mitch Trubisky knocking on the door? Douglas. Trubisky, like, one good season and he's knocking on the door. He he's not. Yeah, I'm serious. I'm dead serious. <laughs> Trubisky has one good season yes. and he's knocking on the door of top five. <laughs> But you know what's amazing is it's not like the Viking. You know, Do you guys know where Mitchell Trubisky ranks right now in all-time Bears passing yards? Take a wild guess on where Mitch Trubisky ranks he's all-time top five Bears passing yards. Got to be top five. He's number eight. Okay, where's he's number Steve, eight after three Walsh, mediocre Rami? seasons in the league. Hey, Rami, where's Steve Walsh? Dude, I loved Steve Walsh because growing Creighton. up, growing up, I loved the U. And when the Bears got the quarterback from the U, and also growing up every year, the Bears' backup quarterback was the most popular Bear because their starting quarterback was never anybody's favorite. Uh, so Steve Walsh was the guy I wanted to run that team, and he eventually got the chance and then got hurt and also couldn't really. So you're saying throw the in football. this battle, you're, yeah. you're, you're top five Bears quarterbacks of all time. You get Eric Kramer number five. Eric Kramer's number five, man. So if we're going head to head and we can match up number five for number five, I've got Kirk Cousins number five, but I, but I've got Warren Moon six. I've got Tommy Kramer, Teddy Bridge. Like I could put Warren Moon up against Eric Kramer on this list. Yeah, but I've got Warren Moon on my bench. Right, sixth. No, I'm not disagreeing with you, man. It's a sad state of affairs that I just laid out for you guys. Steve Walsh, uh, a, a graduate of Creighton High School here in St. Paul, actually beat the Vikings when the Bears beat the Vikings on January 1st of 1995 at the Metrome in a playoff game, completing 15 to 23 for 221 yards, two touchdowns. And a pick. Mm. Steve Walsh did beat the Vikings at the Metrodome in a playoff game. You know who's probably the guy who's knocking on the door? And I bet if we ask Royce when he joins us coming up at the end of the show, he would say Vince Evans should be in my top five. Not a great passer, but 
could run with the football and That's made some school, and made right? some things happen with his legs. Yeah, Bobby Douglas too, right, Rami? Yes. Couldn't he run as well? Mm-hmm. I'm looking this up right now. Bears career passing leader. Of course, the, I'm looking at it, Judd. I, so yeah, Cutler. Kramer's okay. number five on the list. Yeah, Billy. <laughs> Who's Billy Wade from 1961 to 66? You tell me, Judd. Well, I was born in 69. I don't remember Billy Wade. I don't remember Ed Brown. Avalini checks in at ninth. Johnny Johnny Lujak? Johnny Lujak's a great name. By the way, look at his position. Judd, look at his position. Hold on, i got to go and click on it. I'm looking at it on football reference. He's listed as a kicker. And he's the tenth, he's the tenth highest rated quarterback in Bears history. Okay, it says, but he's listed as a kicker. It says here that that Johnny Lujak played quarterback and defensive back as well on Football <laughs> Database. This is great, Johnny Lujak. What's funny is the joke is really on us, like Vikings fans. The Bears over. Let's just go back to 1990. All right, and yep. the Bears just absolute comedy of quarterbacks since 1990. Yep. And the Bears have gone further than the Vikings because the Bears made it to a Super Bowl with one of those yeah. comedic quarterbacks. I don't talk about that. Rex Gross. Yeah, you're right. What was it like during the Rex Grossman era? There, like, was was it? Was I was it, a Grossman guy. Did it? I was a Grossman guy. But were you a Grossman guy? No, was, ironically, or no, no. did you think he was actually a good? No, quarterback? I was in on sexy Rexy. I was I was there for it. I was 100 percent there for it. What, what, I, is, what, what does it mean when you're 100 percent there for it with sexy Rexy? I believed in the dude, man. I believed in him. I believed in his in his sexiness and in his abilities as a quarterback. When did you realize that your belief was misplaced? No, I think again, the Bears ruin quarterbacks. I think Jay Cutler could have been great, Hall of Fame great in the right system, in the right in the right organization. I think Rex Grossman could have been not great, but a good quarterback. In, in the right organization. The Bears do everything they can to ruin and break quarterbacks. It's what they do. And it's what your, they do to that position. Yet they're still your team. They are. I can't help it. Do you consider replacing them at some point? Nah, couldn't do it. Couldn't remember when Cordell Stewart was the Bears quarterback in 2003? Yeah. Now that I'm looking at yeah, this I remember list. that, Phil. Yes, I do remember that. <laughs> he was, he was ahead of his time, in fairness. He I mean, not like by the time he got to the Bears. Time. No, I mean, like, he probably would have been a star quarterback in today's NFL. Probably, yeah. You know, I think, like, this, like, the Steelers just had him sitting back there throwing 450 passes and, like, man, just let him be Slash, man. Slash. Let him be Slash. <laughs> forgot about that nickname. Oh, you forgot about Slash? <laughs> he was slash. a great college player, man. He, he was. was. He was I loved watching Cordell talent. Stewart, man. He was one of the more entertaining football players I ever watched. Slash. So, so which, which Bears QB embarrasses you the most? Oh, that's like which that's a which really one? Tough question, Judd. If you could disown only one of them, which would you? Who would you disown? It's got to be Harbaugh, right? No. Now you know what? It's Cade McNown. You guys remember Cade McNown? Yes. Yeah, it's probably Cade McNown. For 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 the hype to to performance on the hype to performance scale, he was the most. Epic failure at the quarterback position for the Bears in my lifetime. Well, I forgot that Cade McNown was a high first yeah, round he was draft like a pick. Thir- right? He was like the third pick in the yeah. draft, I think. Man. Mine, easy. It's Ponder. Yeah. It's the most embarrassing thing there was. Because Spurgeon Wynn, God bless him, just stunk. Yeah, Spurgeon but it wasn't, wasn't Spurgeon the first Wynn's round draft fault. pick. But Christian Ponder. And Trent Dilfer told us, gave us a play by play of why he was going to be a failure. And I remember at the time thinking, oh, come on. Yeah, Ponder, uh, it's not his fault that he was drafted 12th overall, 
But uh, but it's his fault that he posed as a quarterback. Like Spurgeon Wynn just came in like, hey, I can play quarterback. Christian Ponder was actively sabotaging the world of football by continuing to play that position. <laughs> The whole world of football. Yes. Not just the Vikings. The whole world of football. It was a wow. it was a crime against football that that man masqueraded as a quarterback. Amazing. Well, there it is. Those how are your top, your top five Vikings and Bears, Bears quarterbacks right there. If we were doing Mount Rushmore, how sad a Mount Rushmore is it when Rex Grossman is, is getting chiseled in stone? Rex Grossman is like your Abraham Lincoln <laughs> on the side of that mountain, man. <laughs> that is a sad reality. And we you've been can, around this with Lions quarterbacks too. But the the amazing <laughs> thing is, Rami, your team has been around forever. Yeah, Papa Hallis. I know. Like is, at it, least is, at least we only got sixty one. Is it because it's windy sometimes in Chicago? It's just tougher to throw a straight pass. I can't speak for like I can only speak for the last thirty five years when I've been aware of what's going on, and I can tell you that every quarterback they brought in with potential, starting with Jim McMahon and ending with Jay Cutler, and even Mitch Trubisky, I think has more than what they're getting out of him. They have done everything in their power to ruin them and sabotage their careers at quarterback. Okay, I never thought I would utter these words in public. I have a Cade McNown question. Oh, God. So most of the time, even with Christian Potter, if, home, you if you're a first-round pick... <laughs> I'm turning the channel and I'm on the show. If you're a first-round pick and you're a bust, yeah. you at least, even with Christian Potter, you at least hold a clipboard for a couple years, right? Like, if you can't make it five or six years as a first-round pick, even as a backup, something's gone completely wrong. All right, so Cade McNown was a first-round pick in 1999, and the last time he played a snap was 2000. <laughs> Is that right? That's right. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. So he went from 12th over. He was 12th overall oh, was in 1999. Okay, I, I overshot. But he's, right. a, but he's a high first-round pick quarterback, and he's just out of but the league No, I could have no, sworn he went to Seattle. No, that can't be right. That's got to be only his Bears numbers. That can't be his whole career. I don't know, man. Because I could have sworn he went to Seattle after he left the Bears. Boy. Nope, I'm thinking of Rick Myrer. Oh, God, I keep getting more sad. <laughs> Notre Dame's own. That's one of Phil's guys. I hit that quarterback in the face. I want to do it. You like that? You like that? <laughs> Gentlemen, when we come back here, Darren Doogie Wolfson from 5 Eyewitness News and the Scoop Podcast. Rick Myrer. What are the Vikings up to? Are there, are there still moves to be made for the Vikings? Things have been really quiet for oh, a couple of weeks. Tom just reminded me, Cade McNown told Bears fans not to come to the games if they were going to boo. Then was traded to Miami. That seems to be a thing with Bears quarterbacks because now Mitch Trubisky's saying, let's keep the TVs off in the locker room. Thanks, Mitch. Just, uh, he, he was done by 2002. Yes, you breathe in the positive energy. Breathe out. San Francisco, or yeah, he, he bounced Chicago, Miami for a year in a one. San Francisco in 2002 has not been seen since. For Cade McNown. Literally, run. not just out of football field. He's just gone. <laughs> He's on milk. You think you like football? Trent Dilfer doesn't just really like football. He loves football. And Snow's playing fast. They're getting up and snapping the ball. The Vikings are really, look at that movement. Those big guys for the Vikings are on skates. Football. Football, yeah. yeah. Football. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. 
Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Bakers, fresh for everyone. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.